0: Welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Today we do have a little bit of a shorter episode. It is going to be just myself, but this is a topic that I find myself chatting about or reflecting upon a lot, whether it is, like I said, me kind of going back in time and reflecting on it, whether it's me going through it again, whether I'm talking to a lot of you who reach out, you know, through social media, and oftentimes my clients, and this is what I like to consider the quarter life crisis, and you do not need to be between, you know... 23 and 27 to go through this quarter life crisis. Your girl is almost 31, and I feel like sometimes it's just a never ending quarter life crisis. But I did want to chat on it because I think this is something that consumes a lot of us. I think it's a big emotional toll. I think it's something that maybe a lot of us don't even take time to reflect upon. Um, For me, I think it was a little bit more drastic because. For me, it happened when I decided to drop out of grad school and start traveling the world. So it was a very drastic change and uh, realization that I was just not confident in the direction my life was going. And I think some of it stems from what I consider that quarter life crisis. And I feel like right now is a good time to chat about it with maybe some of you are graduating, right? We are coming up into that season of the year where there is graduation, whether it's from high school, whether it's from your undergrad, whether it's from grad school, whether you're changing jobs. I think a lot of people are transitioning right now just with so many unknowns in the world. So I wanted to take some time to um, talk about this and reflect upon it and maybe have you bring some attention to it. And like I said, you could be, you know, my age, you could be 30, you could be in your mid-30s, 40s, whatever it is, and you've never taken the time to reflect on this quarter-life crisis Or that transitional period of life. So, for starters, I think a lot of us, you know, we overlook the fact that a majority of our life is structured, right? From the day we're born, we have our parents, we have, you know, the people that raise us, and then we go straight into school where our day is structured. And and I think I've talked about this when it comes to our health and fitness. Many of us had sports or athletics or, you know, some form of school activity that was keeping Fitness involved in our life, if that makes sense. And then a lot of us went off to college and all of a sudden that went away. Or you continued that sport in college and now real life comes and you're trying to figure out how to continue to implement fitness and health and movement back into your life when it isn't ingrained in your life. But I think let's take even a further step back and just look at how much of our life, like I said, is structured for us. And now all of a sudden we go through this transition of, oh my gosh, it's no longer structured. What does that mean? What does that look like? What does my future look like? And I think there's only a select few careers or jobs or undergrad, you know, majors that lead you into a specific direction. And even still, you know, whether you did choose the doctor route or the accountant route, things that are a little bit more structured. I did early childhood and family studies, which was amazing, but just left this huge array of what do I want to do with this? And kind of to a point where I needed Further education to take that into a direction, and I, I honestly think, I mean, grad school was so hard to, you know, get into and to um, mentally say, okay, I am taking this next step. I do want to further, you know, educate myself, all of that. But I also think of anything; it was a little bit of a backup plan because I genuinely was not emotionally stable or emotionally ready to go into quote-unquote real life, if you will, I think that I needed that structure. I think that I wasn't confident enough in my abilities. I think I wasn't confident enough in the person that I was or wanted to become. So I needed something to create that. I needed to create stability. I needed to maintain that title. So a lot of us, you know, we have, we're a high schooler, we're a soccer player, we're a basketball player, you know, we have these titles and then we're able to transition into college where now it is, oh, I'm a student at the University of Washington or at Arizona State or wherever you went. You're able to carry this title. I think for me, I really recognized this when I heard my parents talking about me. Um, You know, they talk about me to their friends. Oh, yeah, Carly's a, a student at University of Washington. She's in this sorority. And it didn't even really come to my attention until all of a sudden it was kind of like, well, what are they going to say about me? You know what's going to be that next thing. So I just always maintain those hats, uh, some form of a title. And for me, like I said, that transition transition into, oh, she's actually attending grad school at uh, Seattle Pacific University. And you guys, I got to the point where. I had to maintain a title of some sort because I genuinely did not know what life looked like without one of those titles. So for me, when I transitioned into going to Club Med, even though it was me dropping out of school, it was no longer an academic direction. It was no longer this structured routine. My parents actually met working in Club Med. And so in my head, they were still able to have a statement when it came to, oh, what's Carly up to? So they were able to say, oh, actually, she's following in our footsteps. She's working at Club Med. And, you know, Teaching fitness or a water skiing wakeboard instructor, there was something to talk about. And again, I think I'm able to reflect upon this because I am looking back. And you guys know I like to talk about the struggle. I like to talk about, well, what does that look like? And many of you guys are right in that right now. School's ending. Maybe you have an internship. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're going into your career. Maybe you're ending school and you have that degree and you're like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do with this degree. Maybe your job or that current position you are trying to, you know, interview for doesn't even align with your major or your degree or whatever that is. And you're second guessing yourself. You're second guessing these titles that we place upon ourselves or these titles that we want others to have to be able to talk about us. And for me, I do hold a very high standard when it comes to what my parents think of me. Um, I've always helped, you know, you guys know I, I'm, kind of a perfectionist. I really care about what other people think of me, and it's it's hindered me. I think it's pushed me. I think it's definitely helped push me and um, help create who I am today. I think if I didn't care what other people think, I maybe wouldn't show up as much for myself, but I think part of me showing up is actually showing up for others and their expectations, not just my own. Um, I think I've chatted about this in my Expectations versus Reality uh, podcast, but I just have had numerous girls uh some of you have reached out and or tagged me in your posts you know what now right like what now you have that you have emotions, you have fears, you're scared, you're uncertain. Believe me, that is all so normal. And like I said, you could be my age and you could be in another transitional period where you don't know what that looks like. You guys, I have no idea what being a mom looks like. Yes, I have an incredible mother, but that doesn't mean I know what that looks like for me. So I'm in this weird season where You know, waiting is the hardest part. We've talked about that many times. So I don't want to wait and not enjoy this season of life until I become a mom and quote unquote figure it out. But I think for a lot of us who are transitioning from that structure, that school structure, you know, it's, It's created for us. It's your classes are scheduled. Maybe you are working through college, so you have a work schedule as well. Maybe some of you do have a nine to five right now. You are after college or you're in your 40s, right? And you're just like, this isn't where my life is supposed to go. This isn't where I see myself. So you are in that next little quarter life crisis. You are in a transitional period of time. And I think a lot of us don't give ourselves credit or time to reflect, if you will, on those emotions and on maybe that fear of this is going to be hard to transition. This is going to expose a lot of emotions. And we just kind of push it under the rug, continue doing that nine to five until we transition into the next thing. I also think a lot of us think that our passion needs to fuel our purpose, or purpose needs to fuel our passion. Things like that. I know Casey really struggled with that. Um, if you guys don't know who Casey is, he is my husband, and you know he is thirty five. And we discussed for a long time what his career route was going to look like. And as mine started transitioning into me following a little bit more of my my passion and my passion and my purpose, kind of being able to coexist, he started questioning himself. So he started questioning, you know am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing and it took us a long time i say us because it was a lot of conversations but it really took him a lot of time to self reflect and recognize that he his purpose does not need to be what his work is if that makes sense so what he does every single day from 8 to 5 does not need to be his purpose and his passion it's his career it's his job he is very fortunate and thankful for it but he chooses to do volunteering things to fuel his purpose and his passion so don't ever, ever overlook that. Okay, I think that's something that a lot of us do overlook. We forget that we can put our time in other places. He really loves. He does big brother, little brother, and that fuels him. He just loves being able to be in that environment. Uh, He loves being able to help out and be a role model for, you know, a young boy. Like that's something that he loves. He's always wanted to start his own snowboard camp of some sort and be able to work with inner city schools. So he has just like this passion. And so he used to get it drilled into his head that that needed to fuel his purpose and his career. So, Just know that if you are in that transitional period, that does not need to be the case. You can still completely fuel your passion and your purpose in a different way outside of your job. Okay. So I know it's really hard, especially with social media these days. You know, myself included, a lot of you might be like, oh my gosh, I want to do what she does. I want to be able to, whether it's work from home or help people or, you know, have a social media platform. A lot of us envy what somebody else has, but. In in retrospect, you know, we all have a little bit of glory elements, if you will, to whatever we are doing. So I don't know. I feel like social media can be so deceiving sometimes, and also make a lot of us question ourselves, question our value, question the value in our job. Um, so that is something I really want to instill in all of you that our passion and our purpose do not necessarily have to be fueled by the work that we're doing from eight to five or nine to five, whatever it is. If they align, wonderful. But Just to go back to any of you who are in that transitional period of life, know that it is entirely normal. I have never been more lost in my entire life than at the age of 23. I always say to Casey, are like, oh, how old are you? Sometimes I mistakenly say 23. You guys are almost 31. Definitely not 23. But I feel like that was when I lost myself and then I kind of found myself. I've grown a lot since then, but I feel like I was able to kind of come into my own. Um, I think because I had to lose the titles. I had to. I dropped out of grad school. I left the country. I started traveling. Yes, I had this title of, quote unquote, working for Club Med, but I really didn't know who I was anymore. I was no longer a student, right? I was a student of life, but I'd been a student my entire life in a school setting. So now, who am I? What am I? Where am I going? How do I make these decisions? How do I know they're the right decisions? How do I know if this is where my future... Is supposed to go. You can go left or you can go right. Yes, you can pray about it. Yes, you can help God takes you in the right direction. But sometimes we have to kind of, you know, fail one direction in order to do a, a little going aroundabout roundabout and head back and know that you need to go towards the other direction. So I know a lot of you have actually reached out. You've asked, since I've put out, you know, a while ago, my little bit of my business journey, you've asked, you know, well, how did you know that's where you were going to go? And I didn't. I genuinely didn't know. And I think that that's okay. I think so many of us are looking for this perfect path or this perfect direction or a clear direction, right? I mean, believe me, I wish there was just, there were so many evenings I would just pray about it and be like, please just give me a sign. But I realized that I actually had to kind of lose myself before I was able to recognize that there was a sign. Uh, part of my losing myself was doing my practicum in my undergrad, or sorry, in my uh, master's program and recognizing, wow, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And I think a lot of us, you know, even if something doesn't seem the way it's supposed to be or we thought it was going to be, we don't give up. But it was something that I really was had to reflect upon. I was like, oh my goodness, the position I thought I was going to hold in a student's life or in a kiddo's life isn't what it is. And and again, I just had my own expectations, right? And reality came in and it kind of deflated me. Um, and could I have worked past that? Absolutely. But again, as you guys know, with me, don't like to admit it, but I like to be the best at things. And that really consumed me when I was younger. So if I was only good at something or if something maybe didn't come easy, I often gave up, which is so terrible to admit. But you guys know I'm honest with you. And I did. I, if I wasn't the best, I was like, well, I, you know, I was good at everything. I wasn't the best at every, at the things I did. So oftentimes I just didn't stick with it, which is so sad. But I'm coming into my own now, and I'm learning, and I'm recognizing that the quarter-life crisis goes much longer than a couple years, but it does change, if that makes sense. So like I said, age 23, I completely lost myself. Um, I actually had to explain it to Casey at one point because... I'm just going to give you guys a little roundabout story. But when we first met, he was dating somebody who was going through a very similar transition and was going through kind of that first year out of college. Like, what the heck does that look like? What does my role in society look like? And it's a huge transition. And he wasn't familiar. He he kind of went straight from college to uh, a snowboard co- coach to club med. So he kind of skipped that. I got to deal with that later on. <laughs> we moved home and had to go through his quarter life crisis at 32. So, love him. But, you know, I think that it was the first time that I was able to kind of help him see what somebody else was going through. So, it allowed me to reflect and be like, wow, last year was the hardest year of my life. And that was the year in between grad school and when I left for Club Med. I had no idea where I stood in this world. And when I mean no idea, you guys, I, I, I feel like at the time, like I threw myself in the relationship I was in at the time because that gave me a title, that defined me. I had no idea who I was, where I was going, what decisions needed to be made, and that was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. But that's why I want to put this out there because I let it consume me. I let it value me or devalue me, if you will. These transitions in life are very normal. And like I've said in previous podcasts, you know, waiting is the hardest part, Don't wait for things to become clear. Live your life that you're living today. And if things don't seem clear, that is so normal, okay? If you did just graduate or if you're going into your senior year, my sister's going into her senior year of college and found out that, you know, their school isn't starting in person. She's not able to finish out her senior year of water skiing. There's so many unknowns, but you don't wait for that to start to unfold until you start to take action, right? Or until you start to become who you want to be or develop that, that personality or characteristic of yourself that you want to be. We can learn every day and we can grow every day. And again, this is me. I feel like I wish I could go back and just tell myself that I didn't need something to define me. I didn't need something to create my personality, create my characteristics. It was all within me. Yes. Is it awesome to have a career path lined up? absolutely. Is it wonderful to be able to shake somebody's hand and confidently know who you are? Absolutely. But one thing I didn't tell myself and didn't know was I needed life experience. And life experience, you guys, is forever. I like I said, I'm almost 31 and I'm learning new things every single day. You guys know we've gone through one of the hardest years of our life that I just didn't even anticipate and we're learning from it. So you learn every single day. And I think that that's something that we lose sight of. I think that we expect these titles to, like I said, define us or to give us that sense of direction or give us that sense of self when you can be your own self without those things. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just really want to maybe encourage you to reflect upon that. Like I said, if you are my age and you haven't had the opportunity to reflect like, oh yeah, those years were so hard, but now you might be going through a new transition, right? And I I don't think that a quarter-life crisis needs to be a complete breakdown. I hope my midlife crisis is not a complete breakdown, but who knows? It might be, and it might happen this year. It doesn't have to happen when I'm 50. So I think that there's going to be pivotal moments in our life that we sometimes overlook. And so I want you to just keep your eyes open, recognize, when these pivotal moments are occurring so that you you can learn from them. You don't have to miss out on them. And I think if we're able to recognize them, maybe they will perceive themselves as less of a challenge and more of, oh, this is a pivotal place in my life, right? So not a challenge, but a pivotal place or a pivotal moment. So, Anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can seriously reach out whenever. I'm loving a lot of you guys tagging me in your posts and allowing me to be on your journey a little bit more, but it also inspires me in this way. I mean, I cannot believe how many of you have reached out about being done with college or you're in finals right now. And it's not even the stress of finals. It's the stress of what the heck is next, right? And just know that what the heck is next will always present itself. It does not need to be when you're finding a career. It does not need to be when you're becoming a mom like me. I think so many of us sometimes wake up and it's, oh my gosh, what the heck is next, right? So we don't want to constantly live for what is next. We need to try and be present and, um, yeah. So that's all I have for you. I appreciate all of you so much. Again, reach out whenever if this resonated with you. As always, I appreciate you guys sharing it on your stories, sharing it with a friend. Every little bit that you guys do for me in regards to supporting my brand means more than you know. I want to really try to instill that in all of you because I cannot thank you enough. And I know there's so many times I can say thank you, but I want to drive it home and let you guys know that this is a community that I appreciate. You've allowed me to be beyond vulnerable. And uh, that's something I can never, you know, give you guys enough credit for. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of Casey's heart, because I think it helps me being able to chat with all of you before I chat with him and have a breakdown. So you guys are wonderful. Thank you as always for tuning in. I'm here if you need anything. As always, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, You can find me on all platforms at CarlyAnnDell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.